All right, what's going on, everybody? This is going to be my top 10 PPR redraft targets that I'm going after in 2022. We're going to get into a couple of quarterbacks, wide receivers, a couple of running backs, and then one tight end that I'm going to be targeting in my redraft um, uh, drafts coming up here in the next week or so. So let's start off with quarterbacks. So number one, uh, my guy that I'm going to take. So personally, just so you guys know about the way I kind of play my redraft leagues, is I try to not take a quarterback super early. So a guy that I'm going to be targeting uh, in the rounds that I think that I can get him is going to be Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson is a guy that um, right now, most ADPs, he's pretty far down the board. And, you know, he's somewhere around the rank of like a QB8 or QB9. My projections, I have him at QB5. And if I can get him at QB5 in the like 8th, ninth round in some of my home leagues, um, if it's only a 10-team league, then yeah, I'm going to be really, really interested in getting him um, in, my, in my drafts. If I'm going to wait a little bit longer now, Obviously, this is going to be different, you know, if, if you have a Packers fan or something like that in your mix, right? Um, but Aaron Rodgers, I know he doesn't have Devonta Adams, but where he's going at with his ADP, I think is fantastic and just perfectly fine. And the, we're not talking about super flex here, the single quarterback leagues, right? So somewhere in the like 10th, 11th round, I think you're going to be able to get Aaron Rodgers no problem right now if you want to take somebody else just as a kind of a backup for later maybe like a trevor lawrence like really late in your draft um i think that you're perfectly okay to do that if you're concerned about roger's age and maybe some of his injury history moving on to some wide receivers um the guy i'm really really liking uh is mike evans uh he's somebody that i'm targeting you know you get to target him fairly early on in drafts but um in some of the mock drafts that I've been doing, you can get him. I mean, one mock draft I did, I got him toward the end of the second, early third. If he goes that far, man, that, that's just gonna be a massive steal. I'm fine with taking Mike Evans in the second round to be my number one wide receiver um, in PPR leagues. He's gonna be an absolute massive, massive target hog. And, you know, with no Gronk anymore, He's going to be the big body in the red zone that Brady looks to. Look, we've had some examples in the past, and by all means, I'm not comparing Mike Evans to Randy Moss, but we've seen seasons where Brady just latches onto one guy, and that's all that really matters. Uh, the second one I'm really targeting is going to be Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's going late enough, especially like in a 10-team league, where you could draft a running back early in the first round, and then you could get like Evans and Sutton coming back. Um, I really like both of those guys, um, but Sutton, I think he is just going to have one of those kind of breakout years, especially now that Russ is there. Russ is going to be slinging it all over the yard, and trust me, I really, really like it. We've talked about it before. The AFC West is just going to be like the Wild West. All the teams are just not very good on defense. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see some of the high-scoring games that come out of that. And I think Sutton's a massive benefit. I'm not a huge proponent of stacking per se. 
uh, in redraft leagues, but this is, a, I think, a pretty easy one where you can do it, um, and it makes a lot of sense. You're not probably going to have to reach for it. My last wide receiver that I'm targeting, um, and that he's easily, be, you can get him to be your wide receiver three, sometimes wide receiver two if you're talking like a 12 or a 14 team league. But, man, I really don't care. It's going to be Brandon Cooks. Uh, he's a guy that just can, continues to produce um, people, for whatever reason, are concerned about him. And, I mean, whatever, right? Just give me Brandon Cooks. I'll, I'll take my guaranteed, you know, 12 to 24 points a week if he catches a couple of touchdowns and just move on. Out of a, a wide receiver two or a wide receiver three, that's really all I'm looking for in a PPR league. Um, when we're talking about running backs, look, JT is obviously the sexy pick, right? If you don't get the number one pick, if CMC is available, I'm taking him. Um, I've even taken him in, uh, in uh, you know, if it's a PPR league, I'm even fine with taking Christian McCaffrey first just because the Panthers are not going to be very good. They have a serviceable quarterback now in Baker Mayfield, who's not great in his own regard, but he will dump the ball off quite a bit. They're going to work him so hard this year. He's going to just absolutely gobble up points. It's really going to be interesting to see as long as he stays healthy. And look, we can't predict injuries. So we can't go back and say, oh, well, he screwed me last year. Look, in, in, in fantasy football for me, you're playing to win. You're not playing not to lose. Don't be conservative. Don't take Derrick Henry just because he's going to get 5 million carries. Like, if you're playing PPR, take Christian McCaffrey as early as you can and just ride with him, right? If you're back toward the end of the first round, let's say you pick like 7, 8, 9, or 10, there's a couple of guys out there. But again, I'm going to gamble on the massive upside of Saquon Barkley. This is the guy that's shown before that when he's healthy, he can put the numbers up to have an RB1 type year, a top three RB type year. It's not where he's being drafted right now. So why not go for it, right? I'm fine. I've reached in the first round. Call it a reach. It's like a five position reach. Um, at like 10 and 11 in 12 team leagues to take him, go for it. I mean, he, go get your guys you believe in going down the board some of my like rb2s that i'm looking at for whatever reason eli mitchell is just continuing to fall and fall and fall and fall because he's not playing in the preseason well he's had injury history his last couple last year right he got banged up a little bit he's dealing with a little bit of a hamstring issue and the niners are not going to put him out there to put him at risk it just doesn't make any sense for them so you know what Go ahead and draft Eli Mitchell as your RB2, and he could end up getting RB1 numbers out of him. He's not going to have a ton of catches or anything like that, but in PPR, he's going to be a volume monster, and we'll take that. The last guy I'm really targeting, if you can't get your hands on Mitchell, is going to be Travis Etienne. Again, we're going back to a parallel. Let's take a look at last year. Let's take a look at a guy like Jamar Chase pairing up with his college quarterback. There's something to be said for the familiarity and the comfortability knowing what that guy is going to do. There's a level of instinct there that you just don't, that just doesn't happen overnight. You're talking about two guys that played several years in college together. 
they're going to have some chemistry and you're going to see some very special plays because of it. In PPR, Travis Etienne could be the, the next type of Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley type PPR, absolute monster. It's not like this guy tore his ACL or tore his Achilles. He had a Liz Frank. He had a hot heel. You know, he had a bone fracture. I know that's super concerning sometimes with running backs, but look, we have to take and put all that stuff aside and swing for the fences. And I think Travis Etienne is a perfect person to do that. If he keeps falling down the board, you might be able to get him in like the fifth round in some of your home league drafts, especially if it's like a 10 teamer, man, if he falls to you in like the fifth or the sixth round, I mean, <laughs> that should just be the quickest, easiest draft pick that you make this whole season. Lastly is tight end. Uh, I am most likely, if I can't get my hands on Kyle Pitts, I'm most likely going to wait quite a bit and go down to Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is kind of the forgotten piece in this Philadelphia offense. Look, I know they're going to try and run the ball a lot. You know they've got A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, but most teams, if they're going to choose to key on somebody and choose to bring safety help, it's going to be to Brown and Smith, and it's not going to be to Goddard in the middle. Um, he's shown that he can have those skills. And if you're taking him later in your drafts to be your tight end one, you don't need him to be a tight end number one overall. You need him to be tight end eight, tight end nine for the year. And you're going to be just fine in just stacking up those other uh, categories, especially if you're playing in a league that has like three wide receivers and you really need to get wide receiver heavy. Goddard is the guy that you can really wait on until later in drafts and still secure some solid touchdown upside. Wanted to keep this one short and sweet, guys. So that, just to recap, my 10 targets for PPR redrafts in 2022 are gonna be for quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. For wide receivers, we're looking at Mike Evans, Cortland Sutton, and Brandon Cooks. Running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Eli Mitchell, and Travis Etienne, and Dallas Goddard rounds out our 10th uh, target for PPR scoring formats in 2022 redrafts. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good one and good luck this year.